I don't want a lot fuck. You know that one, that one, right? Why am I to- why am I in this conversation? It's long like my Johnson. Here's my top gun line. Movie Freaks, where you come to get all your facts and knowledge. Watching my hair recede before your very eyes. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. It kind of doesn't make sense. Please, I hope this is one where you puke. Those are the best. So when you edit these together, there isn't any, like, dead... Is there any dead space in the beginning of mine? Uh, no. Uh, our, our tracks start at about the same time. Uh, like, the lineup at the front is good. About halfway through, mine will do its weird stretchy thing where the line is a lot further than the wave, and so usually when you're in doing a review, I'll hit stop and then restart, and then I'll cut it there and move my second track to the end of yours, and that usually is lined up fine. But then... Okay. But something that's come up in the last, oh boy, six months or so is... When I import your track, one, it's always stereo, so there's two tracks, so I delete one, so it's just mono. And then the other thing is, okay, like say we record for an hour and a half, there will be two hours and 20 minutes of audio. I don't know where it comes from, oh, but me. when I import your track, suddenly the file is two hours and 20 minutes long. And it's stopped whenever we stop. I just delete the empty space just to make sure that the track isn't going, yeah. you know, like it doesn't keep going. Okay. But, so I don't know what that is. And I haven't mentioned it to you because I don't want you to fiddle with your settings because it takes yeah. once it takes one second for me to delete it. It's not a thing. Okay, good, good. Cause it's garage. I think it's garage band and I'm not, I like, I try to start the track in the beginning. I'm not sure there might be like a little tiny audio clip way past or something that I didn't delete or something because I, Every week, I just delete previous week and st- and record again. So there might be, for some reason, there might be like a little audio piece way, 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 way at the very end, and that's what's causing it to be long. I, it could I'm be, just, but I'm not even seeing an audio piece. It just is making it, you might have recorded something that long. So you're not making a new file. Uh-uh. I just record over the, the previous one. I delete it. I delete. I just delete and record. Okay. Well... That's probably what it is. At some point, you had recorded something that was two and a half hours long. Yeah. And so, since you're not making a new file, it's just going off of that. Okay. Oh, well, that's it's, good to know. It's not an issue. Okay. So I'm sure our listeners are like, "Woo! Thank the good Lord, that's yeah. all cleared up." <laughs> what a what a way to start this episode on yep. fire. Yep. Just some good technical bits. Yep. But I do want you to know how difficult it is. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't even know that there was a stereo, like, for me, it's just one audio line. I don't well, even when you export your MP3, you're exporting it as a stereo. Ah. Again, more wonderful yeah. information. Yeah. Again. I, actually, I'm, I just, I don't want to mess with it too much because I'm like, I do. And then all of a sudden I've got. All hell breaks loose. Every yeah. time you start futzing with that thing. Yeah. Uh, but again, that takes me click, click, done. Okay. So that it's not an issue. I, I just I hate when you start fiddling with GarageBand. All I it, I know, I know. Yep. It's like oh, reset all options. Boom, done. Well, huh? Yeah. Now suddenly I'm getting this crackly weird thing, and it sounds like 
you got cats again, and oh wait, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> You do look like you are living in the Matrix, though, right now. Oh, I mean, it, you look, yeah, it's well, very see, Matrixy. I had, to, I had to take the cardboard out of my window because I like living in a bat cave, you know, because uh-huh. we're showing the house and stuff. And the room is green, so now we've got all the sunlight pouring in through the blinds that's bouncing off the green. And no, oh, it looks very Matrixy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, well, I kind of like grid. it. It's kind of a good, yeah. a good aesthetic. You took one of the two pills. Yep. Something. Both at the same time, actually. Taking lots yeah. of pills. It's about all I'm eating <laughs> right now, because I'm just just sick as shit. So you're um, still sick? Yeah, I'm improving, and it's moving. So, like, my sinuses are doing a lot better. For You know, it could last three or four days. I've just been a nightmare. Uh, but it's moving down. Yesterday, sore throat to hell. And now it's kind of moving. My throat isn't as sore, but it's moving into the lungs. So I'm real congested and coughing and, uh, hey man, I even uh, my one buddy at work, he's like, you're, you're sick again. And it's like, dude, I've got two little kids in elementary school. I've got a 16 year old in high school. So that's a separate building who also cleans hotel rooms for her job. And I would throw your wife into the mix, too, with her job. And I've got a wife who is working in a different town, which is the building where I got COVID last year. Yeah. Where it came into our county was through her office building. And I was the number two person in the county to get it. Confirmed. (laughs) So I said, I'm swimming, just bathing in a Petri dish. It's like... Ghostbusters 2, when you fall down in the sewer in the pink slop. That's yep. that's me all the time. And so, yeah, daughter came home and she's like, oh, I don't feel very good. I'm like, great, great, great. And the next day, like, I stayed home from work and she stayed home from school. And we both had the exact same symptoms. Of course, she was better in two days. And here I am still just sick as fuck. So... Doesn't oh, and that, that's how it usually is here too. If one of the kids get get it, I'm like, well, here we go. And then I, they usually rebound quick because they got roaring immune systems. And then I just laid up miserable, miserable. Yeah. And it, I, actually, I don't want to complain too much because it hasn't actually been too bad. It's just been a head cold. I haven't really felt too miserable. Just it's a head cold. And uh, but there have been times where it's like. My nose would not stop running. I don't mean like, boy, I was blowing my nose a lot. I mean like, no, I had to twist up a tissue and shove it up there because it wouldn't just stop straight leaking. And then I was getting, because now the heater's running, because of uh, the snow and everything, everything's getting dried out as well. So I was getting nosebleeds. You know how that is. Yes, I do. I had one dude where I, I'm not kidding. I've ruined two shirts. In, in the last week. Uh, but I was standing over the sink and it uh, for like 15 minutes. And it was a horror show in there. Oh. But, what do you, and then, so I got to be careful how hard I blow my nose or I'm going to pop that cap. You know. Uh. Uh-huh. Now, at what point are, is does the sympathy... I, you've talked about this already where you, you might have a day or two of sympathy around there. And no, like, no, no. All right. There's no sympathy around here. Let's just suck it up, buddy. Let's go. Yep. Scott. But, nah, not really, because uh, it hasn't been too bad, because she's actually been having some symptoms, too. She just doesn't feel good. 
So, yeah, it's been whatever. We've all and and very tired. We've all been very tired. What about um, house showing though? I know that it was it the Sunday morning that you had a house house showing. I just uh, Saturday. Like, oh, miserable. It was, like, it was cold. Yeah, Saturday and. Uh, just pack up the kids and the dogs and uh, the kids stayed overnight at grandma's and oh, then yeah. we just we just packed up the dogs and went down there and they were done in thirty minutes. Awesome! Well, finally, yeah. finally we had a showing where I'm because I don't think it takes that long to look at a fucking house. No, it wouldn't doesn't. take me that long. Uh, anyway, so uh, then the yeah, the realtor said, uh, well, they're concerned about the stairs because they're getting up there in age. And they don't think they'll be able to. Use the stairs. And I'm like, why are you looking at a two-story house then? Yeah. I, I'm just sick of stupid reasons. Like, I had, like the, the showing we had before that, they said, well, they'd be a little more comfortable around this price range. Okay, I'd be a little more comfortable around twice the price. That's not where the market is right now. Too fucking bad. Yeah, find even, something. Even that, the realtor yeah. said, I'm not really comfortable with lowering the price. And they, they want it. Whatever. It doesn't they matter. They were low, or were they, like, really low-balling? Oh, yeah, they wanted us to take $50,000 off. Oh, no. Nope. I'm like, dude, the house over the hill has one less of everything that our house has, and they're asking the same price as us. I mean, that's no. something to where you get into houses that are like six, dollars $700,000. Then you can start talking about will mm-hmm. you drop it fifty. But no. No, 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 no. Sorry. That's, they're they're lowballing you. Yeah. Well, have fun. Bye. Yeah. Uh, but I'll at least accept that response. Okay, you're not comfortable. Uh, but also, if you're not comfortable with this price, why are you even looking at it? Yeah. Unless you, they're hoping that they can get someone that is needing to offload it. Yeah. Yeah. But, nah. And the same with the steps, or the, the what was the first guy? I don't like the color. Okay, you can see the fucking pictures on the internet. What? So don't waste your time. What are you doing? I, I just hate this. It, it, you know, the logical side of me goes... Well, they're either really stupid or they're lying. Hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's... Okay. So either way, piss off. Yeah. Or the one person. Oh, I think there might be some mold issues. You can see on the internet this house was built in 1950. Well, I want you to show me the house that was built in 1950 that might not have mold issues. Yeah. And we're not, I'm not talking like deathly black mold. Even our realtor said... Uh, no, because my wife asked, do you think we should get one of those mold inspectors in or do one of those tests? She said, no. Like, she walked through the house and she's like, no, you're fine. All right. Oh. And yeah, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. why, would I am you come, surprised. why would you come look at the house then? Yeah, I am surprised that you're at the price point that you're at. That should sell quick. Well, and part of the problem is that uh, with getting the roof redone and getting the gutters redone and getting the house painted and everything, that pushed us up to October. And so we're not in the selling season anymore, pretty much, till spring. Yeah. That's what we've been told that also a lot of people, once school starts, it gets a little slim until springtime. Who wants to be moving in the winter? Nobody. All right. It, it's fine. We, you know, we don't have to move. It's not a desperate situation. Yeah. But... <sighs> <laughs> I almost groan now when we, when I find out that we have a showing. Like, ugh. What now? Yeah. All it takes is that one person, though, that's like, yep, perfect. This is what we're after. And there you go. And see, the thing is, a, a spoiler between you and me, because I know that everybody that is going to look at my house is listening to this podcast. Uh, 
we're willing to take an offer that's beneath what we're asking. Because that's yeah. the way this game works. That's we the have way it our works. price point. But they just are like, eh. or $50,000 <laughs> less. Like, no, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> but anyway. Yeah. That's. It is what it is. That's the way it is when I try and sell anything. It's always the way it is. What? What? Houses? Houses aren't worth anything. Ready to move in. All new floors and all new furnace and new roof. And no, no, we don't want uh, that. That's, that's worthless. As the house a block away that's from the 1930s gets sold for the same price with one garage, one less bath, one less bedroom. <laughs> Uh, Everything needs redone. All right. All right. Yeah, what I got's worthless. Sure. But they look at yours like, eh. <laughs> It's just the way it is, dude. It's the way it's always been in my life. <laughs> that office is a bit green. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like I was in the Matrix there. Yeah. Not down with taking red pills. Yeah. <laughs> More of a blue pill kind of person. Uh-huh. That office, it's a fucking closet. It would take you, it takes like half a gallon to paint this room. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Or, you know, like, my wife's like, well, what do you, th- do you think we need to get rid of more of our stuff? Ah, oh, you know, there, we got a couple of tubs in the corner with stuff in it. It's like, honey, if somebody comes in and thinks that that's the problem, that they don't re- understand that we're taking those tubs with us when we move out. It get, get just, I can't, I don't have time for that stupidity. No, fuck off. It, yeah. You have to, un- like, really, buyers have to understand that the stuff is leaving with us, right? Yeah. It's, and it's, you guys you guys have the place looking nice, right? Yeah. We see, spend, just, like, four hours cleaning the place every single time there's a showing. Yeah. And see, to me, it's like, then people can, to me, they can imagine, like, oh, okay, like, oh, there's the living room, and it's nice to see stuff versus an empty house. Even if the house is completely redone, there's still this... I don't know, this sterile, like, uh, this is empty and depressing almost, you know, like, yeah, versus, yeah. Oh, and, and that's what I told her. We're not blanking the house. We're not, uh, that's just not going to happen. I'm not having everything that we own in storage before we sell the damn thing. Yeah. Because we might still have to live here. Then I got to move everything back in. Uh, no, I said, we, we still live here. And, and after a couple showings, she came around to that, especially with the stupid excuses she came around to. It was like, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. We still live here. Now, are, I'm assuming that um, CrossFit is not happening right now, right? Not for me, but I, I haven't been ducking it. it. It's been time for me to start up again, but I haven't been ducking it, but we've had showings at uh, certain nights, and now I've been sick. So yeah. I'm not going when I'm like this. I can't barely breathe to walk across the room. I'm not going to do CrossFit. Yeah. Well, I would say that would be probably detrimental to your health actually doing that stuff while you're not feeling good. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, it's not to say I won't get out of it this week, but we'll see. So what day is that on? Is that on a... Uh... Oh, she wants to go three days a week. Oh. And and she's been trying. Oh, so, man. Uh, but I Wednesday is the main day because that's team effort day or partner day or whatever the stupid shit is called. And then uh, she wants to go like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Thursday because you can't... They don't, I don't think they have it Friday. But I'm like, Monday and Tuesday are out. I'm I'm not doing it Monday, and Tuesday is my home day. Yep. 
Wednesday, all right, we'll see, but I don't know if I'll be up for it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you laugh, but you love it. Uh, oh, I hate... I, I'm just glad you're doing something because, I mean, my martial arts stuff is so difficult. And every time I go in, I mean, I get anxiety all day long because I'm like, what body part am I going to hurt tonight? Like, what what's going to ache tonight after class? And yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what was nice last night when I went <coughs> was um, I'm like, is the 13-year-old kid going to be here that is testing or that is uh, training for his second Don Black Belt? And I'm like, if he is, I'm, I get to help him. Uh, the instructors get me to help him. And this is a, he's 13 years old. He's, you know, this was not this, that. This wasn't the problem child. No. Okay. No, no. This nice, very nice kid. Uh, and I can see why he's in martial arts. Like I can see why his parents put him in martial arts. He's not very outgoing. And, but so they get me because I'm, you know, I'm kind of skinny. So they get me to, help him out or, you know, we, whatever we, he, he does his, all Here we of go. his, all, oh yeah, Here all we go. his, rant, I gotta be careful because he's 13. Yeah. <laughs> all his stuff on me. And, um, oh, that is not right. <laughs> uh, and then the, you know, the instructors are watching and coaching and giving him pointers on, on better, <laughs> better ways to do it. And, uh, <laughs> Well, he's young and needs instruction. He needs instructed, yeah. And so I'm there to, I receive and, <laughs> uh, but it's much, it's much less of a, of a struggle for me <laughs> dealing with this than, than the, uh, you know, class of actually being thrown around and tossed over, yeah. Large of age <laughs> dudes. Yeah, yeah. Much, much, much bigger than me. So here I'm more of the, uh, the husky bear. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep. Oh, we so, need to move on from that. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way out of that good. There's just other than just a clean break. Yep. Oh, in about a half an hour, the Sudafed's going to start kicking in. I don't know, man. I start getting a little loopy. Just, just FYI. Oh, what are you eating? Oh, looks like a car- cornbread muffin. Oh, caramel cake. Oh, mm. Nothing says morning like caramel cake. Mm. No, I haven't eaten anything yet. My my because of my sore throat, it's mm. so hard to swallow that I like it hurts. So I haven't been eating much, which is great, you know. Because cheers. <laughs> <sighs> I went to the grocery store and I'm like, I wanted just like a piece. You can, I'm sure at grocery stores down your neck of the woods, you can just get like a piece of cake that is pre whatever. Yeah, and I'm like. I'm in the mood for a, just a piece of cake. Just one piece. We don't need a big sheet of cake. And then I found this caramel cake for two bucks or whatever. And then I'm like, eh, there's enough that I can have a little bit and I'll share it with the boys. And then I took a bite and I'm like, or hide it and just eat it by myself. That's what I'm going to do because it's oh, really good. I got good. my uh, fudge stripe cookies over here. Yeah. yeah. We always have our, like, I have I my have things my little like, stash. And every once yep. in a while, I dip yep, in My wife has her... Has her uh, peanut M and M's that she has, she like, and they are off limits to the kids because they don't know they exist. She keeps them in the car, and when she's waiting in the car line at school, but then all done. Oh, but, me yes. and the wife were constantly going through the boys' Halloween candy, and you know we have uh-huh. all these 
the parade candy. That, that bowl is constantly full until it gets around to that time of year again, and then we dump out all, all of it from last year. Yep. So you throw away, the, yeah, because we throw away, we throw away so much candy that. Oh well, they throw out candy that no human in their right mind would ever want to eat. Yeah, I know. And then you know we're all fighting over the tiny Snickers and shit. Yep. Like, oh, here's another Kit Kat and Snickers, and here's the good stuff, and then oh, here's the, here's the one with coconut in it, or here's the no name, the gummy chewy thing. Yeah. The, what is the one wrapped in wax paper? It's like a pink oh blob. yeah. Oh, those who, are not good. Who eats that shit? Yeah. Even like back, those were around when I was a kid, and even back then, I'm like, eh, eh trash. Yeah. Oh, I guess I got one more thing to bitch about real quick. So I texted you about it the other day. And I th- maybe this is just part of my what my wife says has me on the spectrum. I don't know that that's true. I don't mean to sound insulting to anybody that is. I don't know that I am. I just think that I'm an asshole. But like the other day, so like day two of being really sick, I was like, oh, I got to run. I got to run to the gas station to pick up something two liter or something mm. and I'm I just absolutely look like hell I know I look like hell but whatever so I just threw on some sunglasses and a hat and went in there and I got my shit and I'm waiting in line and I walk up to the counter and I mean the first thing out of this girl's mouth and she's probably 30. She goes, oh, so this was not, I, I assume this was a teenager. No, no, I don't think so. Okay. But I'm also at the age where anybody under 30 looks 12 to me. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but I didn't, I didn't think so. She goes, man, you look hungover. Didn't say hi. Didn't say, can I help you? Just, man, you look hungover. And I wasn't hungover at all, actually. I might have looked it, but. That's yeah, incredibly yeah. rude. She goes, incredibly you look, rude. you look hungover, and then she goes, I mean, you look really hungover. And I go, oh. what a nice. I said, I didn't know what to say. I don't know how to respond to these things. I don't know what to say. What is a proper response for this kind of situation? Because I just said, well, that's a nice way of saying I'm really sick, and I sound the way I sound. And she goes, oh, so you're are you like stomach flu? You're throwing up. I was like. No. None of your business. No, I I got a head cold. It's all in my sinuses. Listen to me. Oh, I understand. And and I, I, right then and there, I'm going, why am I in this conversation? Why am I even responding yeah. to this person? And that's where, you know, like, this is where I'm so socially awkward that I can't deal with people. I just quit. I just quit the conversation. And she goes, yeah, well, I've had pneumonia for two weeks. Uh. And I just go... Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I went to the doctor and I took all the antibiotics and nothing really worked. Still got it. COVID. Probably COVID. Yep, maybe probably. But at at this point, I'm just like, why am I, why am I in this conversation? I don't know how to respond to this situation. Yeah. And so she just kept talking about her pneumonia and... My card reader said, approved, and I grabbed my two-liter and turned around and walked away. Oh, perfect. So was she, like, mid-sentence? No, she was just like, yep, antibiotics not working. (laughs) And I was just like, 
Berlink. I just nodded and I turned around and walked away. I don't know what to. I don't know how to respond yeah. to these situations, and and apparently that's a problem with me. Whereas from my perspective, you're a fucking psycho. That person is a psychopath, right? Is that, yeah. is that weird of me to think that? And no, and but... on top of it, you're rude. That's the yes. first thing you say to a customer when they walk in is, you look hungover. Are you trying to help me? Are you flirting with no, me? No, that's just... I, what, how about just, hey, how's it going? And then you would have been like, yeah, all right. That'll be $2. Here you go. That should have been, Thanks, that should have have been nice the interaction. Day. That should be the interaction. That, that's it. That's I, I don't know this person. You know, it's not like we have a history. Yeah. I, oh, boy. I have no idea. But those... <laughs> I have those kinds of interactions all the time. And I don't know, I'm always blindsided by them. I don't know what to say. And then, you know, later I thought about it, what I should do. And one day when I completely lose my shit and I'm an old person and can get away with it, I guess, my response should have been to, man, you look hungover. My response should have been like, to judge her. Oh, well, you look uh, like a fucking alien. Yeah, how does that feel? That, or, oh, you look like you have pneumonia. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Something. I should have just immediately turned it around and judged her. But then I would have looked like an asshole. And again, everybody would have turned on me. I'd be the asshole now. I just asked him. I just I just you know, said what he... Or you would have got to calm down. What's the... Calm down. Here we go <laughs> Every fucking time, man. Fuck that. It All right. Ends with the, it always ends with me being the, the fucking prick, even though somebody else started it. Oh, it yep. Makes me insane. Okay. Let's talk about some movies, please. I'm not starting, <laughs> I'm starting to get pissed off. My little two minute interaction with a fucking registered jockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you ready for the roulette? I am. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of the roulette, it is the harder they fall up against the laughing dead. Is that right? Yes. And you're up first. The laughing dead. Uh, directed by Samtao Sucharitkul. This is a Vinegar Syndrome release. A ragtag group of people go on an archaeological trip to Mexico to visit Mayan ruins, but get more than they bargain for when they encounter a zealous or a zealous group of Mexicans attempting to revive a deadly ancient ritual of their ancestors. Um, I did not... I, I guess I should have known that this was, I guess, a comedy. Because uh, I was thinking it was horror. It says horror on IMDb. And it is... Quite gory, actually. Um, really gory. But it's... And I'm not sure if this director purposely made a really, really bad movie. Or if he just made a bad movie. Uh, that's that's a comedy. Because everybody overacts to the point where it's laughable. And the characters are awful. But I'm like, this feels so over the top. It's like... They're trying to do this. And so I don't, I'm not sure if this movie was an in-joke or not. Because it's, it's terrible, but it's the kind of movie that we would put on at Ned and Greg's and be like, this is 
gold. This is gold. <laughs> but watching it by myself at 5 a.m. in the morning, I'm just like, I, it's not funny, but it would be funny at 11 o'clock at night with a bunch of drinks and pizza. This would be great. This is great. But, so it's one of those movies. Yeah. But it is incredibly gory, which I always like the, like, it, even at 1990, CGI had not become a thing yet, really, especially for lower budget movies. So there, this was still practical effects. And it, I'm like, oh, they, the, the money for the budget went to that. But there are, there's a priest and he's, he's got a kid. The kid's awful. Um, like the most obnoxious kid ever yet in the, in the end, it, it, in the end, he like, the kid has an epiphany and now he's a good kid. It's, it's hilarious, I guess. Kind of. Uh, so anyway, I was this a Blu-ray? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's a Blu-ray. And back on the shelf? Oh yeah. I mean, but again, it's like, like this feels like a party movie, like one that would be quite enjoyable watching it with a group. Which you you don't worry about the plot. I mean, it's there's a plot there, and I, I they're like it's almost like they're trying too hard with the plot to where it's like you don't care. It's like all right, whatever, I don't care, just. Let's make fun of the bad acting, the over-the-top, just the room-style acting, and, yeah, laugh and get drunk. I... <laughs> All so, right. uh, as a movie, it's awful. Garbage. But as an enjoyable, drunk thing, this would be probably pretty fun. Uh, hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, I gotcha. And the director is, I think, the main bad guy, and he's, oh, he's bad. <sighs> All right. On my side, the harder they fall. Uh, this was a Western. When an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison, he reunites his gang to seek revenge in this Western. That's pretty much the plot, I guess. Uh, Jonathan Majors, Zazie Beetz, and a whole Regina King, Idris Elba, who is not listed on IMDb, by the way. <coughs> It just sounds like it hurts. It does. Just powering through for you, people. Hope it's worth it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, This is on Netflix. I think it's Netflix original, right? Yeah. I do believe that this was one that that they had considered releasing theatrically. It says on the poster in select theaters. Hmm. Damn good. Damn good. Uh, A little too long. It's two hours 20. I think you could maybe go 210. I'm not sure exactly which scene I would cut, though. That did not have a lot of scenes in there that I was like, oh, this was cuttable. But at the same time, I was like, let's go a couple of times. Let's go. Music was awesome. And this is very much a throwback to, uh, oh, how do I describe it? Kind of a black exploitation with the 70s movie where they really emphasize the music, soul, like kind of soul and hip hop kind of music, and uh, but with the Western. And this was awesome. This will easily make my top ten of roulettes for the year, I think. Uh, I did we, t- we talked about it a little bit in text, didn't we? Uh, yes, we did. We okay. did. I, I, I don't have much else to say about it. Just go watch it. It's awesome. There was a... I don't even want to... Ah, oh, shit. I don't even want to talk about the third act. But let's just say... I don't want to use the S word. Or the T word, I mean... Uh, 
because if you're looking for it, then maybe you'll find it. But I didn't see how the third act went. I didn't see how it was going to go. And went a way that I really enjoyed and really appreciated and I thought was pretty sweet. Also left room for a sequel. I would definitely watch a sequel. Bring it on. Um, awesome. What about you? I watched it as well. And, oh yeah, within the first ten minutes, I'm like, oh, keep this up. Keep whatever you're doing right now. Just keep doing that. Even with the opening, like, the font and the, the way that they had the, the title come up and whatever. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And the music, I'm like, yeah, I'm digging the rap western type vibe. And with Edris Elba, I mean, that, you're not getting the Bruce Willis Netflix dump. No. Edris Elba is up here. So I'm, I, I've loved it. Uh, but you're right. It's too long, uh, by maybe 10 or 15 minutes, but I don't, I liked everything. Like the acting is great, so it's it wasn't like, like I uh, like I was invested in all of the dialogue. It, but it, there was a couple of parts where it was pretty dialogue heavy that I suppose you could have cut that back. But I liked it. Like I the, even the villains, especially with the twist. I'm like, all right, I get there. I said I wasn't going to use the. I know, I know, and then I yeah, I yeah, or or lack thereof. Right. <laughs> Too late. Oh, getting my kids out the door today was such a shit show. Oh, my God. Why? Oh, just, are you ready? Yes. Did you brush your teeth? Well, so you're not ready. Every day, every single day, it's the same thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I I just, I'm like, like, (laughs) oh, no, my God. Gun in mouth. Gun in mouth. Is you stop baby. it? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it. <laughs> oh. oh, you make me hate Christmas. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good title for the. Show. <laughs> oh, because I just want to start singing that song now because I know it. Oh, I know it well. Oh, I know. You. I'm sure at some point you will. I'm sure I'll be slammed into the intro somewhere. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. You know that one, that one, right? Who doesn't know that one? It's the worst Christmas song of all time. Mm. Name a worst one. Oh, that that that's up there. I mean, that is that could be grand champion. And it's you're kind of bopping to it. You're kind of you're in. Oh, I I I, I hope it doesn't pick up on. <laughs> I'm not hearing it. I hope it doesn't okay, pick good. up on your mic. Uh, but it'll be funny if it does. And yeah. Get us canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Kicked off the internet completely. Yep. Uh, oh, but I, anyway, I thought that it was great. Uh, I, so you say Zazie Beats. What, what's she been in? She was in something She was else. in Deadpool 2. That's that's right. Yeah, she was fantastic. She was awesome. Oh, she was so cool in this. Yeah. Um, and this was one that I even watched with the wife. I was like, hey, you want to watch this one? All right. We started it. We watched the whole damn thing. Hell yeah. So and she it's liked uh, bloody and... Oh, yeah. Very uh, Tarantino-esque. I mean, very yes, that was another thing I was gonna say. A very Tarantino esque, not as good as a Tarantino, but also not like a rip off or anything. And if you're gonna emulate somebody, why not emulate one of the best movie makers of all time? I, yeah, I'm fine with that. I get so annoyed sometimes when people when I see those reviews. Oh, they're trying to rip off Tarantino, and they say that a lot with movies like. Um, Boondock Saints. And it's like, I didn't feel like that with Boondock Saints. It's just an action movie. 
with a couple of good tracks in it. That doesn't mean it's ripping off Tarantino. Yeah. And besides, every Tarantino movie is basically a ripoff of 70s Black movies. So Yeah, Kung Fu. Yeah. Getty it's, Westerns. It's, everything emulates something else that you like. Who cares? Yeah. And in this case, it worked. Uh, yes, it for, did. For me, I, I thought it was awesome. I'd buy a Blu-ray of this. Yeah, I would totally watch that one again. Definitely. Uh, okay, next round. Okay, first up for me, uh, and we did... Obviously, we resubscribed to Netflix. Uh, there's just a, there's a plethora of stuff that is on there that I want to watch. And, uh, with the holidays right around the corner, there's just a lot of good content. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so first a lot of good is, content for Eugene's Christmas living room, but not a lot of good Christmas content for this oh, show. Oh, it's, oh, the list is, it's long like my Johnson. Here's my top gun line. <laughs> um, let's see. Night Teeth uh, from 2021, TV 14 hour and 47 minutes. A college student moonlighting as a chauffeur picks up two mysterious women for a night of party hopping across LA, but when he uncovers their bloodthirsty intentions and their dangerous shadowy underworld, he must fight to stay alive. And I watched the trailer and this looks a bit vampire-esque. So, well, Night Teeth. Yeah. Uh, Alfie Allen is in this, uh, I saw, um, I'm just looking on IMDb and he's got to be from Game of Thrones. Has to, yep, there he is. Yes. Theon Greyjoy. Yep. Um, wasn't he the, uh, one that got flayed? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Reek. Uh, Reek, that's it. That's it. Um, next one, this is actually a James Wan produced movie. Uh, another Netflixer here. There's Someone Inside Your House from 2021. Uh, hour and 36 minutes. Great title. Uh, Patrick Bryce directed. Um, let's see here. Oh, oh, based on a novel by S- Stephanie Perkins. Okay. Uh, graduating class of Osborne High is being tra- targeted by a masked assailant intent on exposing their darkest secret of each the darkest secret of each victim. The only and only a group of misfit outsiders can stop the killings. Uh, that stars Sydney Park. What has she been in? Stuff. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's um, yeah, James Wan. His name is attached to it, so I'm like, well, that's got to be great. Uh, and lastly, we jump over to Hulu with a movie called Gaia. I think G A I A. It's uh, from 2021, hour and 36 minutes. Uh, an injured forest ranger on a routine mission to, is saved by two off-the-grid survivalists. What is initially a welcome rescue grows more suspicious as the son and his renegade father reveal a cultish devotion to the forest. So this sounds kind of fantasy cult-ish because it, it, on IMDb here it says drama, fantasy, horror. Uh, the trailer looks very good and the production values look Excellent. So, must be good. Must be. (laughs) All right. One second here. I just found out something horrifying. So we might have a late minute, last minute replacement for one of mine. We'll see here. Uh, I threw Army of Thieves back up there against the prequel to the Zack Snyder thingy, whatever. Um, uh, then Capricorn 1, I think, I, I don't know if I've seen this one before, but it's been on my list forever. From 1977, when the first man flight to Mars is deemed unsafe and scrubbed on the launch pad, anxious authorities must scramble to save face. 
and retain their funding, and so an unthinkable plot to fake the mission is hatched. Uh, next up, oh, see, this this one I might have to, if you pick this one, I might have to drop it. <laughs> Stalker from 1979. Have you ever seen this movie? No. I, I, it keeps getting brought up in different message boards that I'm on, as people love it. From Andre Andre Tarkovsky. A guide leads two men through an area known as the Zone to find a room that grants wishes. And everybody says that it's fantastic and it's awesome and it Ooh, looks like it's clearly two hours and f- Russian, but two hours and 42 minutes. Okay, I have heard of this movie. I have not seen it, but I have heard of this movie. That is a... That's a long movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- then also on Hoopla... I'll give you a four. On Hoopla, there is a... Uh, a Galaxy Quest documentary that just popped really? up. I don't know anything about it, but it just said it was a documentary about Galaxy Quest. So I thought, ah, oh, that goes with our last segment of comedy. Yeah. There you go. What do you want? Uh, you know what? This week, uh, we're going to go with the Zack Snyder prequel. Because I almost hit play on that, but I'm like, you know what? That's roulette We'll see what you All think. Right. And for you, let's go with Gaia. All right. I watched half the trailer for that Night Teeth just because it popped up in my YouTube feed or something, and I was like, eh, Night Teeth. Netflixy. Eh, Night Teeth. <laughs> Have you seen the the trailer for Gaia? No. Okay. It looks cool. Right? I don't do that much research on your roulettes because I'm not picking them anymore. See, when I picked them, then I would research, baby. But uh, since you're picking them, that's, you're, uh... that's on you. Research, eh. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you're watching all the trailers for my, my bullshit. <laughs> you don't even read the synopsis of your films until you read them for the first time on the show. <laughs> sometimes, just all, sometimes all it takes is a title, and just it's like my, my mind is like, you're night good. Teeth. You're good. You're, you're, good, good. you're in, Night Teeth. You're in, yeah. <laughs> well, Reek's in that one, so it must be good. <laughs> hey, um, you know another movie that he was in? Where he was a sniveling little son of a bitch? Oh, boy. John Wick. The Which one? The first one. Oh, really? Well, oh, I mean, was he... He wasn't the... Was he the guy at the beginning that... He was the guy's son, right? He may have been. Check me on, check me on that. Okay. I'm, I bet money. He was down... I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember he was... The guy in the hot tub in the hotel down in the basement somewhere with a bunch of girls and then, and his dad was telling him about he saw John Wick kill a three guys in a bar with a pencil. I'm pretty sure that was him. He was in the Predator. Um, he was in Atonement, Stoned. Uh oh, no, I'm not seeing John Wick. No, wait, never mind. Yeah, there it is, John Wick. No shit. <laughs> I saw Tarasov, so he's, yeah, one of the Russian guys in there. But I th- I kind of remember who you're, like, who you're talking about. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit, maybe he's in that. I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't either. Oh, Michael Nyquist. Remember him? Rest in peace. Hmm? He was the Russian father in John Wick. And he was oh. the, he was the guy from uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the original. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he passed away here a couple years ago. Okay, there you go. Next episode of The Roulette, it'll be Army of Thieves up against Gaia. 
Gotcha. Boy, that Michael Nyquist, uh, he was only 56 years old. That's not old. Well, as shitty as I feel today at 42, it seems pretty old to me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Want to jump into some uh, recently watched? Yes. And I will try to have that episode up today. I just have to cut the intro. I've got all the intro bits ready. I just got to cut them and then export it, upload it. Since we're all behind the scenes today. Yeah. I, hey, a, but, a peek but that into... episode that episode was hour 45, so it took a little bit longer. Ah. A peek into the world of the movie freaks. What a what a world. What a world. Yep. Again, they I mean they they do get what they pay for. Yeah, me sitting here sneezing, coughing, squinty-eyed, mm-hmm. editing like a madman, listening yep. to you. Oh, talk just marvelous movie talk. Gr- marvelous the bitch and <laughs> about all your zero stars <laughs> and, and watching my hair recede before your very eyes. It's, it's all there. <laughs> it's all there. It's a good episode, by the way. It's a funny one. I was laughing. That comedy uh, segment was really good. Yeah, it actually got me to pull out some of my older Blu-rays. Like, I need to rewatch some of the Monty Pythons again. Uh, even Revenge of the Nerds. I'm like, man, I haven't seen Revenge of the Nerds in a while. And Step Brothers, I do need to rewatch that one. Give that one another whirl. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Forever, I think. Yeah, probably. Hopefully, hopefully, uh... dear God. But I I did mention to, it to Addie that I hated it, and she was like, "Oh, that's fantastic. That's one of my uh, top." See, three. oh great, you have the same taste as a 16 year old. <laughs> I'm with it with the young crowd. <laughs> yeah, right. And she's yeah. like, well, what did you think about the uh, the NASCAR one? Uh, like, even worse. She's like, oh, yeah. those are the best. And I'm like, yeah. I said, it's not your fault. It's just because you are young and haven't seen any good comedies yet. <laughs> yeah, the Ricky Bobby one. Eh. Oh, no, you're on the same page as her. Same comedy taste. Eh, that improv-y, Will Ferrell-y, baby Jesus-y talk, it's, it's funny. <laughs> Except when it's not, which is ever. <laughs> All right, you're up first. Okay, first up for me is... Um, okay, so by the way, I'm halfway through the new rock movie, uh, Red Notice. Yeah, so... I'm halfway through that with wife. We're going to finish that up tonight. So if, if you want to review it, that's fine. But I'm going to. Okay. So we're halfway into that. Uh, I want to talk about the movie Old. I think I had said this oh. last week. that This is the M. Night Shyamalan movie. And I watched it uh, with extremely, extremely low expectations after the reviews. Um, and I liked this movie. Uh, sorry, Steve. I... Know that you did not much care for it, but I thought this was really good. My biggest complaint, and this is a complaint with not all of M. Night's movies, but some of them is, maybe you know, like sometimes in his movies, the acting is just incredibly stilted and like wooden. And then other times it's not. And part of me, I just wonder like, is he wanting those performances out of people? Because some of the acting in this movie was not Good, unless it was supposed to be like that. Like, very wooden delivery. Oh, it definitely happens. I mean, look at Avatar and look at uh, uh, Lady yeah. in the Water. 
there are a couple of performers in Lady... I like Lady in the... I'm one of the few people that like Lady in the Water. But there are a couple of performances in there that are like, what are you doing? Maybe yeah. you, you should have used Take 3 instead of Take 2 or Take or one. 1. So it might be... And that's nothing against the actor, you know? It's not like everybody should get it right on the very first take. But maybe he's picking the wrong takes. Yeah, that very well could be. Um, I really dug this movie. Uh, it was one that when it was done, I really had to, I mean, I was kind of on my mind for a little while. Uh, basically, if you don't know the plot, this group of people go to this secluded area of an island to bask in the sun on the beach. And they soon realize they're trapped there and they are growing X amount of years per either half hour or hour. And they're getting old really fast. And so some of their illnesses or whatever, even like say a tumor, all of a sudden get, you know, balloons. And it's cool and fantasy, but very horror-esque. Um, and the end, I'm not going to spoil it by the way, but everything is very, very much explained in this movie, what is going on and why it is going on. And I, I liked that. I actually liked that there is a, reason for this and not one of you know not a we're gonna leave it mysterious yeah i'm like no i that's cool i like that i and i that would make sense why what's happening is happening and i quite like this movie uh but i gotta say that so some of the acting especially the our main protagonist his wife who it was rough like vicky cripes or i'm not sure how you pronounce her name but i believe that was no, I, I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, it was the mom in... I'm, I don't want to get it wrong. So whatever the mom's name is, uh, she, uh, she was... Like you said, go for take five or six, not one. But yeah. uh, it got very horrific towards the end. And this was pushing PG-13, in my opinion. Hour and 48 minutes, never bored. Good movie. I quite liked it. Uh, I, I'm very curious what your thoughts are going to be on it. You might be like the acting might be to the point where you are very annoyed and you don't like it, or maybe you can overlook it. I, I don't know. Next period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was another one that I was hinting at last week. Um, Oh, uh, let me find it here. Cause I would like to talk about it. Um, you remember? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, Oh, it was a newer release. Come on, Eugene, find it. Paranormal. Did I? Ah, Paranormal Activity. Next yeah, that kid. was it. So I watched that one, and uh, this is part five, seven, I think, six or seven. This is not. This is in name only. There is literally no connection to the other Paranormal Activity movies. Uh, Margot, a young woman who was abandoned by her mother as a baby, travels to a secluded Amish community with a documentary film crew seeking answers about her mother and extended family. I really, really liked this movie. Uh, it's really well done, and they even address COVID in it. Um, very culty, which Amish. Wait, when's, hey, when is this set? When is it set? Yeah, is it nowadays or? Now, yeah, now. It's oh, set like right now. From the poster and part of the trailer I watched, I thought maybe it was like 1800s or something. No, well, it's like this, this little Amish. Well, I know that, but it still looked like yeah. 1800s. Yeah, I got you. Uh, but yeah, it's set now. Okay. Um, but the, uh, acting is really, really good. 
the Amish cult family, whatever, is suitably creepy. And the reason for uh, for this woman being abandoned by her mother and then goes to visit the Amish, it all ties in together. And it is cool. Really dug this movie. Um, it's got some really good scary parts. It's kind of got it's got some gore towards the end. Surprisingly, I'm like because the paranormal activity movies are not known for their overt violence, but this one here, I'm like, eh, that's it. You're earning your R rating now. I it should have just been called Mexican. It obviously they slapped paranormal activity on there to get more subscribers to Paramount Plus or whatever the reason was, but it's not it's not a paranormal activity movie. Uh, but it's another one that I would recommend to, to you. I think I like the, how it went and, uh, you know, like with a lot of these movies, there are certain things that our film crew does that I'm like, mm, wouldn't go there. I wouldn't do what you're doing, but in order to do what you're like, in order to get to the crux of the Blair Witch. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you got to do that. Uh, so, you know, and what's kind of cool about these whole documentary filmmakers, whatever. It's like, it almost gives them a reason to do a couple, like some stupid things is we're making a documentary. And so we've got to get the shot. And therefore we got to go down this hole that eh, kind of shady versus just stupid people. Just like, we're going to go down here. So yeah. it kind of, does that make sense? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, but it was quite good. I wouldn't mind hearing your thoughts on it sometime. I, I don't, I know you're not big into culty, witchy stuff but it's pretty cool i'm more about culty witchy than ghosty so and this is definitely falls under the in fact i i don't want to spoil anything but i'm just i'm trying to even think if there is not really witch spirity stuff this is more culty <laughs> again I, mean, that, I don't know anything yeah about i know that. i know i don't I, know I, 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 what's total mystery to me so i know yeah it's like what and the, and the amish they get for the most part, right? I feel like I feel like this is the Pennsylvania Amish. Oh, they're the ones over there where they yeah. do these just a little bit more different. Yeah, they've got the little coverings that are weird. They have the ones that are weird versus versus the ones here in Ohio that are stellar. Normal. Oh. Yeah. Stellar coppers. Yep. <laughs> How's your doily? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I've spent too much time. Oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. We, we got plenty of time, and we could right. use with a shorter episode, for shit's sake. Yeah. Um, okay, first up for me is Red Notice. An Interpol agent tracks the world's most wanted art thief. Directed uh, directed by Ronson Marshall Thurber. I don't know who that is. The Rock. Stars The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. And I watched the trailer for this, and I even turned it off about halfway through, because I'm like, ah, generic PG-13 heisty thing, and shiny happy people, and Ryan Reynolds making his Ryan Reynolds-y jokes, probably. Yep. <laughs> but, you know what, I, I was kind of in the mood for an action-y thing, so I hit play on it, and I gotta say, I enjoyed this movie. Not bad. Worth a watch. I recommend... You said you already watched half of it because I texted you and said, this is one for you and the wife. I think... And, oh, we're totally into it. So far, totally into it. Wait till you get broke, to the second half. Out of the, yeah, they Wait. broke out of the Russian prison now, so... Wait till you get to the second half. Some things are going to happen in the second half that you're like, oh, I didn't think we were going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you went there. You start... You, the, the Indiana Jonesy comes in. And cool. We, and it's... And it's... I was like, bam! Not, yeah! I'm into this! I'm into this. And 
you know, I wish that uh, they had gone hard R with it. You know, whenever I see Ryan Reynolds and he's doing his thing, I want a hard R Ryan Reynolds. And here we get exactly 1.5 F-bombs, which is to say at one point he goes, what the f... And then Uh an explosion happens or some shit to interrupt it. But then later he gets his full-on F-bomb. But whoop-de-doo. And, you know, in the end, it kind of went the way that I thought it was going to go. It's fine, but that's fine. It's all right. I had an enjoyable time. Um, just a, a, a adventure, excitement. A Jedi craves not these things. But for this, I was never bored. Might be a little long, but not not too bad. It was fine. Uh, that that's why I passed it over to you because I know that you're always looking for ones that you can watch with the wife. And this I this one I was like, yeah, I. I give this one the seal. If she doesn't like this one, then you can blame oh, me. We are totally in. I, me too. I'm. I'm thoroughly digging. Great this special thing. effects. Yeah. E- even though you can tell it's CGI set this and that, that escape from the prison was pretty dope. Awesome. I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. In fact, that's like right after that, I'm like, we have to go to bed. I'm. I'm starting to get tired, and I don't want to miss this. But then she's like, like five more minutes. She's like, just <laughs> five more. So we are totally into this. This is perfect wife material. Cool. So I nailed that recommendation. Yep, All right. Yep, that's a good uh, one. <laughs> next up, I promise to talk about Dune. From oh, yes. I want to touch on that real quick. Uh, it was great. I, it, it was great. I have nothing to complain about. I thought they did a great job of setting up the world without bombarding you with information the way that the David Lynch version tried to do to, to, to cram it all from the first book. I didn't talk about Dune yet, right? Yes. I mean, not not full on, I don't believe. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't done. I hadn't finished it up yet. I still had like the last hour to go. But I thought that it... I didn't think it ended on a cliffhanger so much as, you know, at the beginning when it says Dune Part 1, I figure you're going to get us about halfway through, and it felt like you got us about halfway through. Yeah. And, and they didn't just, boom, credits. They... Hey, this is just the beginning. That's what the, that was the, like the final line. I was, this is good. I'm good with where we're ending this. It, it's like uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay, Lord of the Rings is one book. If you're going to make that into one movie, it's going to be six Blu-rays. It's going to take that long. Because that's how much content you have. And it's a similar thing with Dune. It's going to take some time. Let it fucking breathe. And I feel like it w- worked a lot better in this capacity than it did uh, in in the previous versions. But I still think you need to see that previous version, and I still I'm like going that. to. I still like it because it's so bananas. It, it you got to see it. You got to see it. Uh, but I'm very much looking forward to part two, and I wish that they had just gone ahead and greenlit it. What are you waiting on? Waiting to see what audience response is. Was this a, a COVID-y thing? I, well, I mean, I think that it's been greenlit now. No, no, I it's think... been greenlit, but I okay. mean, it was making part one, was that during COVID times, kind of? I didn't think, uh, but you, I mean, with what with the cliffhanger that they had, I am surprised that it wasn't just like, we're making two, and it's already a go. We should already be filming two. Like, I know, that's the thing, like, they haven't even begun, and 
I mean, that, that this is not a quick thing. You'd think that you know some of the actors are going to age a bit, and this is I'm assuming going to take place right after. Oh, it's going to pick up right where it left off. Yeah, it's, it's it's seriously Frodo and the Hobbits. Yeah. Well, let's go to Mordor. Show me the way. Yep. That's what it is. It's going to pick up right there. It has to. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Keep it going. I'm glad you liked it. So, do you still have those issues with? You had said something about the uh, the ships, the the dragonfly ships that. Uh, I just said that they. For being year 10,000, it seemed like an odd design. I, we're, we're at a place where we have regular planes with regular wings. They could, and now they're doing butterfly things. What? what? <laughs> it seemed a little flimsy, but what do I know about year 10,000 technology? Yeah. It could have been something cool. I, like... Stanley Kubrick or, or or Steven Spielberg, their their year ten thousand technology was just a fucking cube, which Remember? was great by the AI, way. The end of AI. Yeah, it would be something weird like that. You know what I mean? Uh, not to say that I want to see them in a cube, but I'm just saying you could make a really dope. Guardians of the Galaxy had a better design. That ship is so cool. Yes, it is. Oh yeah. But then again, you know, you're thinking the year 10,000, they're not going to be using fossil fuels the way that thing probably is, or whatever. I don't know what it is. Fusion. It still has rockets on it, is what I'm trying to say. And no, I don't mean the not raccoon. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, but no, yeah. uh, I just feel like it could have had some sleeker kind of design than a dragonfly, but that's just... Nitpicky uh-huh. bullshit. That's uh, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. It, it, it kind of doesn't make sense. <laughs> got my wings flapping. Like what? That looks cool though. Oh it man, it does look cool. But they're X-wing fighters. Yeah, I'll take an X-wing, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> but then again, those things turn on a dime like a helicopter. Oh man, I I can't wait for the second Dune. That was one where it is a very I don't want to say icy, but it's it has that Denny Villeneuve feel to where it's, it's just cold cold yes and just uh, it's not this is not Marvel MCU stuff here this is bleak and fantastic oh it's so good uh, back to you uh, Titane I watched this one several weeks ago and I'm like I, I got to get this thing reviewed because this one here there was some buzz behind this movie and I watched it um I heard buzz about it too. Oh yeah, it's from the director of Raw, which I don't believe you much cared for, but I liked it and Steve did too. What? Did you watch Raw? Cannibal movie you had on the roulette? Yeah, it was like the the French girl that goes to college. I remember you guys talking about it. I haven't seen it no. Okay. Uh, it's a, Ju- it's on it's in my queue. I just haven't got around to it. Julia De- I'm not going to butcher her last name, so uh but this is obviously a director to watch. Wow. Uh, following a series of unexplained crimes, a father is reunited with the son who has been missing for 10 years. Titane, a metal highly resistant to heat and corrosion with high tensile strength alloys. That's all I'm going to say about the plot of the movie. That's the, actually, that's a really... Is this science fiction? Is this horror? What is this? A little, yes. Yeah. It's science fiction, horror... Fantasy adventure comedy? What, right, what yeah, we, no, not comedy. There's no comedy in this baby. 
Uh, this is run through the French extreme. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I I don't know this one. This one here feels almost like I could see this being up for an Oscar for best. Best. Is it still called best foreign film or is it best? What's it called now? Not. I feel like they they changed. I feel the name like of they that. changed that. I don't pay enough attention to the Oscars, yeah. but I feel like they changed foreign film to oh, what was it? Yeah, I know because I noticed that it's something different. Ah, well, whatever. Yeah. Um. But movie freaks, where you come to get all your facts, all and your facts, and yeah, yep. Um. This is a very, very, very harsh movie. Uh. But I, it's it's one where I went in completely blind. And I'm glad I did, and therefore I, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to talk about the plot because that's how this movie should be viewed: is knowing nothing about it because it is startling. I guess is the best word, uh, and it just continues to be. Startling. What's this on? Uh, this is rent. You can rent it on Vudu, Amazon. Arg, arg. That's right. Yeah, Reddit. Sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, this is one where I'll I'll probably own this thing on Blu-ray because it's it's gorgeous. Um, oh man, it is gory and disturbing, and oh, that's all I'm going to say about it. I I can't really review much more about it because the few reviews that I actually read or watched on YouTube were they pretty much said the same thing I did. Where we're not going to give the story about this thing. We're not. It's it's too spoilery and you have to go in not knowing anything about it because it's it's a trip and it was wow but that uh i gave that 4 out of 5 stars very 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 good and um i had another good one that i wanted to get off the list let me find it here talked about nocturnal animals last week yep. great movie there it is knocking uh, i had hinted about this one um, that I was going to review this. Uh, knocking from 2021. Hour and 18 minutes. Directed by Frida Kempf. Uh, a woman leaves a psychiatric ward after a nervous breakdown only to start hearing mysterious knocking sounds in her apartment. And, um, uh, what's the country that this was filmed? Sweden. Um, another great, great movie by... Fantastic performance from our lead. Uh, her name is Molly in the movie Cecilia Mal- or Miloko. Um, the best thing that I can compare this to, or the closest thing I can compare this to, is Roman Polanski's Repulsion, mm. where a woman that desperately needs help is left alone in an apartment and bad things start to happen. Is it in her mind? Is it not? She goes more and more crazy and does things. It is really, really good. I like that this movie did not overstay its welcome. An hour and 18 minutes long, uh, and it even has a, a, an ending that I didn't quite see coming. Uh, but I really liked it. Her performance was great. It, honestly, um, some of the camera work with seeing her kind of her mental state kind of going, de- declining, reminded me of uh, Darren Aronofsky's from... Um, his his style a little bit in uh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, wow! Uh, like with the camera work, like there was a there was a a part where the camera is attached to her, and we see 
they've done this in other movies where you see her like her yeah. face yeah. and oh it's unnerving whenever they do that uh, it's unnerving it's like you're in that person's personal space and that person is not well and I, I like that filming style and it works very very well with this so this was another good movie it's not really a horror movie I, it's more of a just a very psych, dark psychological drama thing but Big thumbs up. Especially, you could tell that it was a very low-budget movie. Uh, and, and she is, you know, she is paranoid of everybody. And so, you know, people try to help her. Oh, it's just, it's awkward. So, cool. anyway, there you go. Too bad you can't find all these gems to put on the roulette. Oh, I know! You wouldn't pick them, though. Yeah, I would. You'd yeah. throw night teeth my way. I did not! <laughs> no, you would, though. No. Well, I can't find you horror movies. <laughs> uh, okay, next up for me, out here, is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Let's yeah. talk about this one. Yep. Shang-Chi, the master of weaponry-based kung fu, is forced to confront his past after being drawn into the Ten Rings organization. I watched about the first half an hour of this with my wife, and then she went to bed because it was getting on in time, and I was like, well, I'm going to keep watching it, because I'm sick and I'm working from home tomorrow anyway, so... I watched the next hour, and then the next day she was like, well, I wanted to keep watching that. I was like, oh, I know, that's fine. And backed it all the way up and watched that hour again. (laughs) And then we watched the rest of the whole movie. And I liked it. I liked this movie. I think it was pretty good. I don't think it was perfect. I don't know if it would be in my top ten of Marvel, but it definitely wouldn't be in my bottom ten. Let's go with the negatives first. Maybe a smidge long. Uh, a typical Marvel thing in the third act, it's suddenly CGI factory, which for the most part looks really good, but it just doesn't, just doesn't feel real. It just feels like you got a guy on some strings and in a totally green world, you know? It's like, yes, sure. Flying dragon and fantasy land. Yep. Sure. Okay. Uh... What else negative? Oh, the rings. As I, Again, I'm no master when it comes to the story of the Mandarin and all that. I quite enjoyed uh, that they brought back around Ben Kingsley as Trevor Slattery, the actor. I thought he was funny in this one. It made me laugh. It pissed me off in Iron Man 3, but in here I thought it was funny. Because he fully admitted, I was doing a bad impression of your dad. Mm-hmm. He says that line in here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and that he was still around, I thought was hilarious. They broke him out of prison. Did you ever go watch that short? They made a short film. No, uh-uh. There was some short film out there where he was in prison and they came and broke him out or something. And I never, I never watched it. I forget. It might be on YouTube. I don't know where it is. I think it was a bonus on some other Marvel disc that I don't have. Anyway, I, I thought his character was good in this. I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. I enjoyed the fantasy aspects of this. Uh, the... The rings, as I understand the rings, uh, the legend of the ten rings or whatever, uh, it used to be that it was on your fingers. They were finger rings, not wrist rings. That's okay. okay. I, I don't have a problem with that. That's I think the wrist rings are super cool. But as I understood it, each of the rings was an element. It controlled a certain element, similar to the Thanos diamond things. So each one was like fire, like elements, fire, water, earth, that kind of stuff. And I didn't, I didn't feel like they were super clear on that with with what they did here. They're just like, 
Magic rings. Huzzah. Yeah. All right. That that's that's fine, I guess. Maybe they'll dive into that a little bit later, or in a sequel or something. Uh, positives. Simu Liu, probably saying his name wrong, is a diamond in the rough. That guy is awesome. He can do comedy, he can do badass, and he does not look to me like he is an actor who got trained in a little bit of martial arts. He, he looks, looks like to a me, martial artist that got He, he looks to me him. like a martial artist. Uh, and I could, could be wrong on that, maybe he's just that good, but to my eyes, that dude looks like he legit knows his shit. And it was wonderful to see him work. Aquafina was funny. I was, I think she's funny. Uh, amusing. Uh, I think the writing could have been a little better for her character, but I thought she did her part perfectly fine. Didn't bother me at all. Tony Leung is great in everything. Always has been, always probably will be. Michelle Yeoh, always great in everything. I love that Tai Chi was the style that had to be used to beat the guy. I love that. Uh, I've seen it in several other movies, and they're up there in my top ten martial arts films. There I go, making Eugene statements. Top uh, ten, baby. Top ten, baby. Uh, but I love that style. I, it's beautiful, and I just love it when there's that little training session with Michelle Yeoh where she's just... And I was trying to explain it. I was explaining this stuff to my wife, too. That's the way you need to be in martial arts. Calm down. It's not about aggression. It's about breathing. It's about taking your time and seeing what your opponent is doing and moving around it, moving away from it. It just was beautiful. I love the way that that all worked. And especially the way that he then, I guess, kind of spoiler, took the rings or defended himself from the rings in the final battle. It was, I loved it. I loved that part of it. Again, I probably not, I don't know if it'd be in my top 10 of MCU, but um, good movie. I dug it. I think you liked it probably a little bit more than I did. I, I liked it. Um, I would say that it, I mean, it's, it might be bottom 10 for me, but maybe like at number 10. Uh, I still enjoyed it. Uh, and maybe I'm just burned out of Marvel. Uh, it's just, it was fun. I mean, granted, we just ate at an Asian restaurant and I gorged on Thai food. So I was just, I don't know, just, I was tired the whole time. As soon as we hit play, I was like, I'm tired. The bus scene was my favorite part of the whole movie. Uh, but it is a bit, it was a bit long. Uh, the comedy was okay. Uh, but the, the fight on the building, the side of the building was cool. The end. I liked the creatures, but I don't know. I just felt kind of like, all right, it's, it's, it's the, uh, Avengers invading the city, the creatures from space, except this time it's, Dragons and Asian stuff, which is fine. Uh, I like, I did, I mean, I liked that three, three and a half stars at least, but it's just another Marvel movie. Yep. Yep. Joni was like, she was like, oh, it's definitely better than, uh, than Black Widow. <laughs> she Yo, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I don't think you did you review Black Widow? I haven't watched it yet. I, after, oh. even heard, I haven't heard one person say, you gotta see this movie. And I'll watch it eventually. It's going to be one of those where I'm caught up on my Netflix stuff. And I'm like, all right, treadmill this thing just to get it done. So, 
but I, it was it was fine. Like I liked it. I there was uh, I'm sure you probably watched the mid credits and then the very end credits scene, which the end credits scene, like I didn't like. All right, that was I, don't, not, I, I did, and I don't even remember either of them. Yeah, the mid credits scene was cool or funny. Uh, that really ties in with um, Doctor Strange. But then the very very end, a spoiler spoiler warning out there for those who haven't seen it. The sister of Shang Chi, she is now training at her dad's place. She's training all these people, and that was it. Like, yeah, she took over instead of shutting it down. Yeah, I guess. Like, all right. So, what was the mid credit scene again? Oh, the guy that uh, Doctor Strange's sidekick. He shows up in one of the portals, and Long. yeah, and he, oh, you things are going to get crazy. You're in with the big dogs now. Oh yeah, they like were that. having a dinner or something. Yeah, yeah, and then it and then it goes to a uh then they go to do karaoke and drunk and funny haha. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was fine. Like, it was like a deleted scene. Yeah, yeah, and that felt like a deleted scene. Yeah. Just, but yeah, I liked it for what it was. Um cuz I I feel like I'm eh on it, but I mean after the awesomeness that was Justice League. <laughs> that that was so good. That was so good. This is I don't know. This is just kind of the minor minor leagues of the big, of yeah. the huge budget stuff. I thought the guy in the mask was going to turn out to be something. I know, and they just killed him Black. off. Yep. But I did like the dragon, the 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 good guy dragon or whatever that Shang Chi was jumping on. That was a that thing. Thing cool Foom. Yeah. No, that's, that's his name. Oh, that okay. I thought you were just making up a name. No, it's <laughs> how racist would that be? I was going to say like, oof, that might. Mm. No, it, I believe that dragon's name is Fing Fang Foom. Oh, I want to say Fee Fi Fo Fum so bad, but I. <laughs> now I got to look. Fing Fang Foom. Fing Fang Foom is a Macluian, a shape shifting alien being from the world of. Kakarakathara, also known as... And it's a giant dragon thing flying around, and there's the actor Samu... Sam Liu. Samu. Reoccurring villain in the animated series Iron Man. Served the Mandarin, but was revealed to be using him so he could bring back his fellow dragons. Appears as a villain in Spider-Man, but teams up with the Avengers. Huh. That was yeah. another thing. Is the uh, the main villain in this was? I, I get it. It went along with the story, but again, spoilers. But the dad, it's kind of weak sauce. I'm like, he was fine. He was he was cool and he was tough, but it wasn't. He was by no means with was he a Thanos type villain, which I was expecting as much. Um, yeah, middle of the road for me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, back to you. Um, oh, that's always shady when they, a fairly ugly white van pulls into our cul-de-sac driving real slow. Just looks like it should have spray painted on the side, free candy. Free candy, it, yep. Oh, it just, oh, that looks shady. Uh, um, you can do one more. We can do coming soon to wrap up. What do you want to do? Um, you know, I gotta, I gotta run her to the tire right, place. So that's let's, fine. Let's do coming soon. Uh, for me, coming soon is... Um, Jimmy Wang Yu's The Chinese Boxer. Got that on Blu-ray. Cannot wait to watch that. Uh, Jimmy Wang Yu is, I know most people go for Bruce Lee, but I gotta say, Jimmy Wang Yu is awesome. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's just, he's, he reminds me of Bruce Lee for some reason. Just skinny and whips ass. Like, he's not on, uh, Jackie, he's not Jackie Chan 
stunt work. He's more. I don't know. He's awesome. I just. I've always liked Jimmy Wang Yu. Um, oh, and uh, Glorious Bastards. Gonna give that one a rewatch. Uh, which that will probably get me to. Now that I have Netflix, that's gonna probably get me to rewatch The Hateful Eight, especially with Winter looming. That's a good winter movie. And I like to watch, I'm not sure if you've watched it yet, but I like the Netflix version is like the longest version of that movie that there is. And I, I love it. I love Hateful Eight. The longer the better. The dialogue is so Is it good longer than the 70 millimeter that we watched? It is, yeah. There oh. is. So, it's great. Uh, I can't, I can't wait to watch that movie again. Um, and that will, honestly, that's probably going to lead me into rewatching Jackie Brown. I haven't watched Jackie Brown in a good while. And, um, I, like Django, I watched Fairly recently, uh, same with Death Proof, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Pulp Fiction, and Reservoir Dogs. So the rest of his filmography, I even Kill Bill, I'm getting the hankering for a Kill Bill viewing again. So uh, there was um, something else that I wanted to... Uh, um, oh, the um, the big popular show on Netflix. Once I... There's Squid two of Game. them, actually. Squid Game? Yes, I want to watch that one. There's another one... I'm guessing you've heard of it. It got really good reviews. Um, it's supposed to be really messed up. Um, cherry flavored something, something dark side. <laughs> oh, I think I threw that on the roulette at one point. Do you know what? Like it's, uh, where is it? Um, yeah, somebody goes to Hollywood and brand, yeah, there is the brand drink. new cherry flavor. Which I actually watched the first half hour of that last night. Uh, before wife came downstairs to start the the rock movie, and what I saw is very very good. Um, but I don't know where it's going yet. It's I can tell it's one of those where it's gonna be a slow build. So it's weird, but you know us, we like our weird. Yep. Uh, okay, coming soon for me is we well we just burnt through the last season of Big Mouth in about a oh. week. I was going to hit play last night and I, between that and this show, and I, I almost hit play on that show. I, we just slaughtered it. it and <laughs> hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. It, it seems like every season just gets more and more R-rated. Uh, and, and like every time when it, it's a worst possible moment, we hear boom, 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 boom. Oh, kids. It's just like, uh, pause, pause, pause. Uh, scrambling for the remote. Uh, but... <sighs> that that show is something else. Uh, we started watching a show called Chicago Party Ant, which is another animated raunchy comedy, and it's pretty funny so far. Not as funny as anything else that I I've recommended to you, but not bad. Um, I'm almost done with a rewatch of the animated version of Cowboy Bebop, and this Friday is the live-action version of Cowboy Bebop, and that was where I will be. Also, this Friday is the live-action, uh, well, the first version of this fantasy show called Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime. Have you heard about that at all? Yes. Uh, that's a Game of Thrones type of thing. Yeah. Well, I think it's... I, I would not say Game of Thrones. I don't think it's going to be that hard R. I think it's going to be a little more wife-friendly. Just oh, FYI. Good. So, I've... I'm going to... Yeah, that's a good thing. I'm going to start uh, watching that as well. And we'll see. Cool. I forgot about that. Um... I'm going to probably watch that one, too. I'm finally kind of into TV shows. I mean, it's... Oh, finally. I mean, I, I, finally. I know. Okay. I know. I, <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Oh, that's funny. Oh, you just get, I feel like you're, I just feel texting. Just, oh, I just, <laughs> you can just tell. Oh, it's, it's, oh. Where are you going to go eat? <laughs> Wait, I don't know. I, we're, we're at, that's where we're, that's where we're at right now is, I don't know, but where do you want? Like McDonald's or. No, God, no. <laughs> Did you forget what town I'm in? We can't, yeah, I we can't oh, be yeah. doing that. It's like McDonald's. I can't, I, I've, I've taken Wendy's off the list now, too. Oh, Wendy's is good. Or not was. in this town. Oh, it's not in this town. Just garbage. Oh, I feel <laughs> awful after I eat there. Just awful. Oh, and I haven't even eaten anything yet today. I'm oh, so it's tired and I don't want to go anywhere. It's my day at home. Or not. <laughs> Apparently not. <sighs> uh,. Have a good day. I was, I was just ready. <laughs> Gotta get my bearings straight here. I have watched literally about every single video of his now. <laughs> I can't stop. I am addicted. Like, and I'm like, please puke in this one. Please, I hope this is one where you puke. Those are the best. <sighs> have a good day. <laughs> well, it's about time for me to take the blue pill and go to bed and make up whatever story I want. It's I'm, time to exit the Matrix, baby. Yep. <sighs> oh, that's it? We're done, right? Yeah, we're done. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.